you you need to hear this how do you run a business as a woman in india for more than 25 years in a row and build it into something that is comparable to a temple so as said in the podcast when you visit kolkata you have to visit kali the mandir the temple and kali the fashion house kali the store and get yourself a dress so here we have an incredible woman an incredible lady who's been running this business let's roll the intro take a deep dive into kali what it is what is it doing and where it is now so kali uh, as i said way back we started in 1995 it was at that time uh, you know fashion had just sort of you know a new bubble of fashion had come where uh, tarun had come rohit bal was there and these people were opening stores and what got that idea into your head and why did you go that way Truly speaking, the idea was not mine. How has the taste and the design of a 25-year-old Anita Modi changed when it became a 35-year-old Anita Modi to a 45-year-old to a 55? I have really never thought about it. So basically, we started this. You are our second person who we're going to be doing it with. So you are our first person who's going to get a question that is not from us, but from our previous guest. Oh. Hi guys, this is Anita Modi from Calcutta, a designer who's been in this profession for almost twenty-seven years, and um, it's been a pleasant journey, which Vishwad wants me to share with you all. So this is how we begin. All right, so let's start with where the journey began. Can we tell? Can you? Tell us more about where you came from. What was the? So I was this girl who was very fond of clothes, and I I'm a girl from Bombay. I was late and got married in Cal, and clothes has always you know fashion has been my passion you know, and with a with anything in my hand to spend it was to be all spent in clothes. So I got married and I came to Cal and I had this opportunity. My sister was there, cousin who was into making clothes. And you know, in those time back in the nineties, people used to do uh, from the home, from their garages. You know, so we two got together and did small exhibitions. So this is how we started. You know, we started uh, with. Uh, Way back it was sarees, so we started uh, doing some sarees. Then, two three down years down the line, we started doing kurtas, and uh, I was enjoying it. So I said, you know, we continued. I think for almost uh, seven eight years from home. And then she shifted to Singapore. So when she shifted to Singapore, she suggested to me that you know let's open a store because it was around that time. I think we started in nineteen ninety five. It was at that time, uh, you know, fashion had just sort of you know a new bubble of fashion had come where uh, Tarun had come, Rohit Bal was there, and these people were opening stores, and you know, 
a whole new generation of designers came in. So we thought ki, uh, she had this space and she said, okay, let's open a store uh, where we'll get garments from these designers and we'll start selling them. So this is how we started, where we got fashion from Delhi and Bombay and we started the store called Kali. So your store predates me. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and uh, so it has been a wonderful journey for me. A lot of learning. And I have really enjoyed this journey. Now Vishwath is here to know more about my journey and Akhil. <laughs> so let's let's take a deep dive into Kali. What it is, what is it doing and where it is now. So Kali, uh, as I said, way back we started in 1995. We are quite an old store in Calcutta and we have survived it beautifully. And we have our own identity. But the only difference is that now we are, I as a designer, I'm making my own clothes and selling my own brand. And we have one or two more in-house brands. And uh, over the years, I realized that, you know, I had the talent to make clothes and why not exploit my own talent instead of going to designers and, you know, taking their clothes and reselling, which the profitability was not very good. And then I realized that I'm loving what I'm doing more than selling other people's garments. So in 1995, we started the studio, Kali, which is influenced by the goddess Kali, which is so well connected with Calcutta. I think Calcutta and Kali go hand in hand. Hand in hand. I, I, I think we've got a beautiful name. I mean, it's total women empowerment, which we are talking of. And, and incidentally, we got this name from our architect and our interior designer. He was from Bangalore. His name was Arjun Mandalda. And I think he gave us a beautiful name. I think Kali and Calcutta are so synonymous, you know. Any Absolutely. person from Calcutta, you mention Kali and they're like, Joy Ma. So, Joy Ma. <laughs> no, it's just a, it's a but, thing. But you know, Jesse, I think people when they come to shop to Cal or they come for any weddings or any visits. So, Jesse, people go to the Kali temple, they come to our fashion temple. As we say, Matha take ne jana padega har jage. So, they go, they go to the temple to get the blessings and they go to you to get their clothes. Absolutely. That's a wonderful thing we have done for Calcutta, I think. <laughs> you couldn't get a name more synonymous to Calcutta and the people here. How come we didn't think about it? Sometimes it happens. I think with the three of you starting three women in 1995, I, I don't know any. I think we were, I think, the second store. That time one store had opened here, which was Zenon. And we were the second store, which is open. And My God, the difference is Enon on one side and Kali on the other. <laughs> and believe me, when we did the opening, Malaika Arora was one of our models. Wow. So, I mean, she's become very big now. I don't know whether she remembers, but she was part of our endeavor, you know, because we got our whole team from Bombay. Meher Jessia was there. Even she was one of the very known models and a choreographer. So, where did this bug of designing start? I told you, you know, it started way back when I was young, passionate for clothes. 
passion for clothes is something but design in those days back we had this tailor system where one used to go to the tailor make their own garments get the fabric go to the tailor stitch your own clothes so i think i ha- i had it i think it was inborn in me how many shops still yeah <laughs> though india has this system still where women make their own you know buy fabrics it's toned down a lot but there are a, yet a lot of people who are like doing their own clothes like this video we have a lot more in the pipeline it's like really rolling in fast now we have more people coming in more people wanting to come in and you guys are the reason for that like it like it now so talking about change how were you able to keep up like 95 to now is 28 years 28 years the world looks different you know the I impact i think yeah, it's really changed the fashion scene has changed tremendously and i think it's for the good it has changed and i we have kept our you know our usp like we have affordable wearable fashion we are not fast fashion and uh, i'm more into casual clothing than you know couture so and i'm catering to a section of women who are like my age a few of the youngsters are there because the whole fashion scene has changed you know the styling has changed but i have kept myself still in a mode where women of my age are still uh, with the uh, latest trends plus a blend of the old age i mean you know the yesteryears fusion fashion as they call it fusion fashion yeah, that's the right and uh, you know i think the best thing is when my clients come and tell me that we still have your garments which are 5 years old or 10 years old we don't want to throw it away so that's the best compliment that i have got doing sustainability before it was cool yeah now it's a big thing sustainability so fashion has evolved a lot you know and the trend you know there was a time when everything used to be a little slow paced but now it's like at a click of a button it's like oh god it's changed now the look but there are some things constant in life so we have kept that constant aspect with the modern trends so just taking it back again now you said you were doing reselling 6 or 7 years before you even started kali so this is late 80s early 90s how did that start or what made you want to do that uh you know what happened selling garments from these designers we realized that we are not making money and in between uh, i think up to 2 years i had started doing a small small collection for the store and i realized ki my clothes are doing well so i had started like with one or two tailors and you know a small setup at home like we call the garage designer so i realized ki my clothes are selling well and people are liking it and the affordability is great because when you talk of these brands there's definitely a big difference so then i realized ki why not go more into it and it was it happened very gradually 
the shift from designers into our local brands or my brand. Because as we started making money on our own brands and as we were losing more money on the uh, designers from whom we were buying. So we started doing this more and more and then gradually I think uh, 90% of the garments in Kali is Anita. So I want to take it a little one step back. How did the reselling start? What prompted that? Reselling of whose garments? Of the designers when you started out, when you first started, with you, when you were not doing your own design, when Anita Modi was not the brand, what got that idea into your head and why did it go that way? Truly speaking, the idea was not mine. It was of my sister and her husband who had this, you know, uh, place. So they said, Anita, we've got this place and, you know, he's... Uh, there's this new concept in fashion. So why don't you open a store and get clothes and sell out there? So that's how we started. And uh, initially it was very good. You know, people said, wow, you know, now we're having all designer clothes in Calcutta. It'll be so easy now. But when they used to see the tags, they were not very happy. They were quite disappointed. It's too expensive. Though Calcutta has come a long way and I think each and every brand is now opening a store in Calcutta. And yet we are surviving that beautifully. Amazing. There's an Azad, there is uh, Ilahe, there is uh, Ogan. All the big brands on Song is not there, it's yet to come. So all the big brands in the last one, one and a half year have stationed themselves here. I kind of want to know your process of customer acquisition at the time. How do you reach out to somebody and tell them, see, Kali is a new brand. It exists. Yeah. I'm doing my own designs. You should buy from my brand rather than buying from anybody else. Way back in the 90s. When you started. Today, when I started. today all you need to do is create Which an Instagram naturally. page and create a reel. But yeah. how, did, it was how did you do it when maybe even phones were not as common? It was word to mouth. It was word to mouth. And I used to, uh, you know... Uh, go out of Cal and do exhibitions. Once when my brand was well taken as Anita Modi, so I started doing once a year exhibitions in Bombay. Then we shifted to Delhi. And now we are in Bangalore also. So once a year we go there. So it was basically word to mouth. And you know, people, uh, whoever used to come to my Bombay exhibition, then in Delhi exhibition, it happened, I think, word to mouth. And you know, like the clothes speak. That's how, what brings a person back. I think one person buys the clothes, loves wearing it and tells their friends about it. And then they are back also. And you know, we, we uh, basically uh, have more outstation customers than the local. It's, uh, as I told you, Kali is a destination where whoever comes to Cal in terms of shopping or if they are visiting for marriages or any purpose, I think 80% people drop it into us too. What kind of time horizon does it take to build something like this? Because, you know, it can't be smooth sailing from the get-go. It has to take like a lot of time to actually build it into that. I would say God has been very kind to me. It happened gradually and, you know, that time your expectations were also not much. You were not looking at turnovers. You were just looking here. You are comfortable. You are not giving money from your pocket. And you know, 
those days were different and i started this as more like a you know past time so there was not a lot of pressure on us ki you know ki we are not making ends meet you know it was nice and comfortable but as you said you were also not taking any money from family you were paying your own expenses yeah we were doing that so we that is why na when we realized that uh, the designers whose clothes we were selling we were not really making money so i started my own brand we were making more money on our own brand and gradually i did one collection i did two collections then it became 25% of the store then it became 50% now it's become almost 90% because definitely you will go where there is sales where there's money where you know people are back to it. but you know my exhibitions helped me a lot going out of calcutta but now it's very important that i'm on instagram though i'm not a hardcore social person since my daughter has joined in so she's looking into it how have you dealt with that change so you you are a primarily change. word of mouth yeah. you know going catering to people outside of calcutta used to the slower sort of way of operating of marketing yeah how does that change over time it has not changed me not you but how has that changed the brand how has that changed the way no, you work no, over time no i think as a brand i need to get more socially connected with people but you know i'm like a very uh, laid back person where this is concerned and it's my daughter who is pushing me into it so i said because i'm happy where i am basically i'm a very content person i'm not a very ambitious person i think so i don't know whether this sounds good or bad but i'm happy because and actually the generation that i'm dealing with it's not so much into this part of marketing they are more in you know like getting to see the garment coming over trying it you know like last time also we spoke about it it's a much better way of selling but in time to come i guess i have to think of change we'll take it slowly did you share our last video do you know how fun oat milk can be do check that one out and share this one share it share it today what are you waiting for you know my mom will never go to a my mom will never go to a website and order clothes she needs to touch it feel it she needs to be like oh how will i know if i'll find it comfortable or not until i wear it and even if we tell her that you can always return it and get another one she'll be like no 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 i don't want to return anything i just want to make the right decision in the first so i'm still with a lot of people who are still into our world and i'm sure there has to be somebody for them also so my daughter is joining in and she will even she's now taking an active part in my business though she's a economic student a finance student but i guess she's got my passion also so think, how did it evolve your designs so your designs because your design right now is for women who are around your age right but around when you started age? off it when you started off they must be 
of your age right so when you when you yeah. start off when you're 18 19 you're catering the 18 19 year olds and they evolve with you i started when i was 24 25 okay so the designs of the 25 year olds versus the designs See, of the now I, I, as i told you has changed a lot so way back in the 95 i was like that was what was happening in the world it's not that uh Right now, also, I'm with times. It's not that I'm absolutely sort of, you know, it. I am. I am moving with times. I feel, you know, but it is catering to people my genre. So I think what Akhil was trying to ask is, how has the taste and the design of a 25-year-old Anita Modi changed when it became a 35-year-old Anita Modi to a 45-year-old to a 55? So how has that progression been, and how have you managed to? inspire yourself what have you used as inspiration and how have you seen yourself improve evolve what has that journey been like of Anita Modi the designer through her different ages and how she has catered to the different age groups that she has gone through I have really never thought about it because things came so sort of you know I mean it just comes into you I mean there is no study to it there is no sort of uh, See, you see what is happening around in the fashion world around you. So you do get influenced by that. But it's not that you have... I think it's very natural in me. It comes very naturally. I'm seeing, I'm observing, and I'm picking up, and I'm putting it in, 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 into style through my thoughts and concepts. I think I'm going to use a personal example here. I know my mum at least. She swears by you and she says your powers of observation are phenomenal and which is why she always is leaning on you for anything and everything. So I can, I mean, I think I can attest to the fact that your observational skills are amazing. I don't know, but uh, like I always had an eye for, you know, fashion or clothes or where colour is concerned, where embroidery is concerned. I think these... Basically, these senses has to be in you. Where you understand colors, you can combine colors, you can combine em embroideries. Where, you know, I'm into a lot of old techniques of embroidery, which way back it's called Zartozi, uh, Ari, and then I did a lot of printing, I did a lot of uh, dyeing, you know. So, these things, it's not that I'm born into any college and learned all this. It was just with the people around me and picking up things and putting it together. That was the best part of it, that it it, it, it has come to me naturally. Is there any instance that comes to mind where you've picked up something from someone around you? Um, in sense, someone around Like me. how you're saying these techniques you picked up from seeing. In so any particular you, instance that you can remember? No, we had, uh, I collect a lot of books also on old embroideries and on old textiles. But uh, it was a process where you learn with the people whom you are working, like my co-workers. Like, suppose my uh, head embroidery man, my dyer. You know, I will just explain to him, Ki, this is what I want. So he, he will talk about the technique. So is with the uh, my tailor where we, you know, sit and do the concept, this is the look. 
so now we now the girls who are coming or the uh, you know guys who are coming they're all learning it in colleges the different patterns how to cut do i i don't know how to cut or stitch a garment i know to style it let's okay. talk about the now Let, let's uh, talk about people who are gonna come into the industry now so oh, if somebody is coming into this industry what kind of a team do pe- they need huh what kind of a team do they need what kind of money do they need to actually start okay. something like this and what what should their focus be on i think people coming now have got a lot more uh, competition than i started and they need more expertise they need more sort of training though in india it's uh, we have this whole concept of garish designers though it's uh, people start with you know just two tailors start at home get fabrics but somebody has to survive long and get something out of them naturally it has to be in build definitely but now they need to have a training to go to these fashion colleges and learn all the different aspects can you break down the two words can you break down expertise and training because they are massive words right so what what involves expertise and training expertise first comes the training expertise will come only once you are trained so first you need to get trained definitely a designer has to have an inbuilt passion and you know it's like you have it in you to design clothes but with that now you need to get trained if you don't get trained down the line you will not be able to survive fashion like it's becoming like fast fashion and solid competition competition we have a designer coming up i think every hour now how have you dealt with that competition have you thought about it at all or have you just no, ignored I'm it no i'm loving I, i'm loving the clothes that i'm seeing around me and i'm i'm so happy there's so much of talent and these young girls and boys who are coming up they are doing wonderful job the concept though we are quite influenced by the west because you know our we are dressing up as changed i don't know if you boys have noticed so the concept of fashion has changed but i guess you have to move with times criticism feedback questions write whatever you have in the comments below we look forward to hearing from you what was that one moment that sort of jolted you you said you started this as a pastime what changed it from a pastime to a business i don't know i've never thought about it but uh, when i started seeing ki you know i mean i need to give time to it and make it run properly like a business you know and there was sort of viability in it so i said why not do it properly so then i started making i mean keeping more people designing more clothes selling more clothes that's how it started you know we were talking about the whole renting thing that when you started you didn't have to pay rent and then yes yeah that there, there was this thing na i i told you we started with uh my cousin so when uh 
when we started, it's usually, you know, one doesn't take the load of the rent because it was our own property. So we were like sailing through, you know, selling designer clothes, not making money enough to pay the staff. And we were like sailing through. And then uh, uh, she shifted to Singapore and then like, from three, we became two and we had to, you know, look at it as giving her rent because we wanted to do that. So then we said, and now, I mean, how much can we give from our pockets? And God had been kind and my clothes started picking up and we started keeping the designer wear at Little Bay. And that's how we started. Gradually, it started working. As I told, told you way back, there was not a lot of load on us finances. We said, okay, we are managing and we were chill pill about it. And and I said, God has also been kind to us. We are managing to do very well. I love the humble nature of the conversation where you are like, God has been Absolute. kind to us. But there are numerous fashion houses that have started and then crashed and then started and then crashed, right? See, I Even think during your time, there were numerous. Having a slow and steady growth. That is the most important thing I think one must realize is to take step by step. Not just, you know, we have to reach the top. And you have to go slowly. So our gen... Yeah, times have changed. Your generation needs to be on the top floor before they are missing all the steps in between. Our generation is in a hurry. We are in a massive hurry. No, I think you have to be in a hurry because, as I said, times have changed. I mean, you really have to be very serious with what you do. And, I mean, I agree with you all. You all, please keep in pace with time. <laughs> I think more than keeping pace with time, there is a there has become an inherent need to just keep re-evaluating yourself. Because there is so much happening, there is overload of content, overload of everything thanks to our devices, our internet and things. So we have at least noticed that very often, even between two episodes, we will realize, oh, there's this, we missed, we missed this, there's this new thing, there's this, you know, there's one, two, three, four, suddenly. And every time we're like, oh, we're repeating our learning processes on something completely different, which is making what we produce better. But it's requiring that that much extra effort. But you know, we are talking of two different industries. I mean, yours is like totally like, you know, every minute there is something on the social media and you, it's too much. I know when I just click a button, I can just say this topic and I'll get 10 options in it, you know. So y'all are a little different from us. We are not so fast because your production is like within minutes you are in everybody's home, in everybody's life. We will take maybe a week or 10 days to build up the garment, to put it ahead. I think that's the difference. Kali is about women empowerment, right? Kali by itself stands for women empowerment. At the time you started, I I reckon there were not a lot of women in business, especially in India. 
So was it hard to be women in business? Was it against societal norms oh, no. to be women in business? So how, how was that all. experience like? It was not at all difficult. It was like people accepted me beautifully. My family, I had a big support of my family because it was my children were very small that time and I was actually working from home. You see, my workshop was at home. So, and I, I had a very good support and my family had a very good uh, sort of take to it, you know. They were not like, this is not what you're supposed to do. But yeah, I think uh, I think they were quite proud of the fact that, you know, I've opened a store and I'm a known designer. That's it. I think for me, you've always been that one beacon of women empowerment. I think when someone talks about women empowered, women or, you know, women who are leading the way, I know you're one of the first people who come into mind for me. See, I don't know if I'm empowered or not because I think as a child, my parents brought me up like, you know, like they have brought up their son. We were given equal opportunities. We were never told that you are a girl, so you cannot travel in a taxi. You are a girl, so you cannot travel alone. So we were always given a lot of equal opportunities whether it was my brother or it was my sister maybe we were from Bombay you know and Bombay being a little advanced city but we had no such hang-ups and we were equal girls were never put down and I don't know about empowerment but uh, women don't need to be told that they are empowered it comes naturally in them I think I don't know I think it's what you're saying should be very basic. Unfortunately, in a lot of India, it is not. It is not. But uh, with the progressive parents around you, it is now becoming, times have really changed from, you know, I got married in 80 and now it has really changed. And uh, I think it's about the family that you come from, which makes a lot of difference. That, you know, my parents almost all, always told me that you can do it. Whether you're a girl, it makes no difference. That's the basics, you know. And I think each and every daughter or a girl in, our, in India should be told that she has it in her. It comes naturally. Kali is nearing its 28th year. Mm you know, running. If you had to pick one top moment, one moment where you were like, yes, I can now say that we are successful, what would that be? And one moment where you say, this was my biggest challenge or this was when, you know, this was the obstacle that I had to overcome, however you want to put it. What would... No, if we had to look at two moments from the 28-year history of Kali, what were those two moments? See, every day for me has been a learning process, never a challenge. When a client walks in into your store and she picks up your garment or she is talking about uh, the fit or the styling or, you know, something that's not suiting her, something that's uh, is very good for her. So that is the biggest process of learning is when you are with your client. That 
they teach you somebody who's worn your clothes and appreciated it or has been critical about it so that is something that is the best master for you and uh, as i said i never felt any challenge i took it very lightly and enjoyed it life has not been difficult for me in terms of fashion you know and in terms of kali what about success i don't know whether i'm successful or not but it's uh it's that we are surviving 28 years so i guess we are doing well and we are successful and i think success just the word success doesn't make you successful it's the feeling that you are happy within you what you are doing is what you want to do and people are liking it i am referring to that feeling only i am not asking you to judge yourself from an, uh, from my perspective i'm asking you to judge yourself from your perspective i from think your perspective, perspective from 95 when you started now yeah. was there a point where you were like okay yes this is working this is where we're good or i or i am good or you know just for yourself was there ever that realization was there ever that feeling it is you know this realization started coming to me with when i was uh, doing my exhibitions in bombay in delhi and when we were like sold out and there was like a you know a massive rush to come into our store into our halls you know so that time i realized ki just see how people are crazy about your book this is way back late 90s you know when uh, the industry was not so exposed you know we didn't have so many fashion houses so that was the time i used to you know everybody in my family and everybody in uh, bombay delhi used to say wow what a crowd you are pulling in so that was the time when i realized ki yes i have a potential as a brand you know and i can of uh, a long way and i have been a long way i think your daughter coming to work with you now how has that oh, been that has as been an a, experience a uh, wonderful experience she is taking a lot of responsibilities from me so makes my life more easy and uh, she is giving it like i was not into instagram into digital marketing so she is looking into that aspect and she's convincing me that mom you need to do this you need to do this you know so we are gradually going there and i have one very big support is my partner incidentally she is my sister in law also indu tibrewala so she takes care of all the finances so there is one big you know i'm very bad with this i'm very bad with figures and with numbers and she has been a great help you know and making kali what it is today making it successful and we are we you know blend beautifully as partners she looks after the business part i look after the designing part and she's always guiding me big red button down there has subscribe click it click it now click it do you and your daughter have conflicts a little which is uh, you know it should be there also through this critical moments that you learn both of us learn a lot she will learn from my experience sometimes she is right sometimes i am wrong so there is a learning process 
and I'm also learning a lot from her. Do you have the veto over her? Are you the no, deciding I, vote? No, no, not at all. I'm a very flexible person. And she has always been a very good advisor. I look up on her. She's joining you in the design side of things or is she taking over her own side of things in that, as you say, the marketing part of it? It's... No, no, she's also looking into the design part and I'm telling her and convincing her to start her own day. There's a new feel to our garments, which is a little younger. And it's basically my daughter, whose name is Opasika. She is uh, designing that section, but she is not using her label. She says, no, mom, let it be under your label. She's being a little too sweet to me. How's that? So you pick happy when I design Beautiful. I mean, my own daughter doing, you know, following my passion. I think it's a, it's a blessing for me also. Because so, as you said, you usually you work as the sole designer in the in the company. So, how has it been having another person doing designing? How it has been a big help, and somebody who is you know in sync with you, yet who has its own identity. So you know it's it's a blend of today and of tomorrow. Because even she values what I have been doing, and you know. And even she understands that Kali as a label or Anita Modi as a label has a set of designers who are, you know, looking for a particular style. And she is also trying to get the youngsters into it. So I think uh, she has been a big help to me. So basically we started this you are our second person who we're going to be doing it with. So you're our first person who's going to get a question that is not from us, but from our previous guest. Okay. So we ask this last question where you have to give a one-line one brief response. Yeah. So we ask you to do two things. One, we ask you to give a response to the question. And second, we're going to ask you to give a question that we ask the next guest who we have so that we can, you know, keep this going. So we have a question for you. It was from our last guest. If not this, what would it be that would not make you sleep at night? I can't think of anything. Because like I told you, it's been my passion, you know. And like, as you said, I'm very humble and God has put me on the right track. I can't think of anything. I think I would have landed up being a normal house, housewife. 